Hey, how you doing? I'm Daniel Ruiz Tyson. It is the 20th of December, day 20 of Daniel Ruiz Tyson's Advent Calendar. 24 daily podcasts to take you right up to Christmas as I look to see if it is possible for me to ever love Christmas again like I did back in my younger days. I've been thinking today about something that Moira said yesterday when I spoke to her at the Castle House sheltered accommodation. Moira said Christmas is the time you remember those no longer around, which I'm aware of, and uh, I've talked a lot on this show about those people, but Moira also talked about Christmas being a good time to be in touch with those people still around that maybe you don't make enough time for during the year. And I've failed on that count completely. You know, I've been talking about re-engaging with Christmas, but I've not necessarily re-engaged with the people, the friends that might make doing that easier. And that's mainly been down to the daily commitment of doing this show, to be fair. This search to re-engage and possibly love Christmas again has been all-consuming. So that's an area I'd like to work on next year. It's been a difficult week. One of my close relatives has now left London and gone to the other side of the world to work in a country which isn't, let's just say, the most democratic in the world. Something happens to them. I don't think I've got the wardrobe to front a media campaign to highlight their plight. An aunt has passed away uh, a couple of days ago. Not unexpected, but you know I'm worrying about the knock-on effect of that on others around me. The time of year too makes it especially poignant. I've thought a little over the course of the last 20 days about what Christmas would be like if I'd managed to produce any children since leaving the Z-bed for the last time in the summer of 2000. Obviously, not having kids made it easier for me to pull away from Christmas. What kind of Christmas would I have given my imaginary children? Could I have equaled the golden age Christmases of my childhood? Would there have been an unwrapped Christmas of 76 in me? I think there might have been more than one actually because I cannot wrap a present to save my life. The pressure of wrapping would definitely have fallen on their imaginary mother. Thinking about these children I've never had though, it must be amazing to watch your children when they're small, get as excited about Christmas as you once did. I think about the excitement of taking them to see a Father Christmas and seeing their little faces hopefully emerging from their visit, not as crushed as I was back in the Morley's 77 fiasco. Would any of my offspring have become as obsessed and hung up on countdowns as I was? Would I have had it in me to deliver them good Christmas days when it's always been alongside New Year's Eve, my least favourite day of the year. Would I have trusted myself not to drill into my children how Christmas Eve is unrivaled as the best day of the year? Would I have been disappointed to see my imaginary children enjoying Christmas Day far better than Christmas Eve? I think I probably would have. But I think about how it would feel to sit down on a Christmas Eve alongside my kid or kids depending on how fertile I might be in later life, watching one of those sword and sandal films that used to leave me riveted on Christmas Eve, the Christmas Eves of my childhood. Maybe that's something for a future Christmas.
Every day I open a door to my advent calendar. If you're listening to this on iTunes, then visit holdfastnetwork.com where you'll be able to see the pictures behind the doors each day. Behind today's door, it's the cover of the 1979 TV Times. I've chosen this picture today because this is arguably the first Christmas Eve that I remember more than vaguely. And whilst in later years I would definitely lean more towards the BBC's programmes, this particular Christmas, the Christmas of 79, I remember being glued to ITV uh, for much of that day. There are programmes that I remember watching on the channel that day from the afternoon onwards after my mum picked uh, me and my sister up from my cousins. And, you know, I like to test my memory. I've got a terrible short-term memory. I really have. But my long-term memory, whilst it's starting to fade slightly now, it is and has been phenomenal. Let me have a look at that TV Times cover. It's dated uh, December the 22nd to January the 4th. This is exactly 10 years before the memorable 22nd of December 1989, one of the greatest days of my life that I'll be covering in just a couple of days. It's got uh, Faye Dunaway on the cover. Uh, Before I go on, I should say that back in the day, the TV Times would just have ITV's listings. If you wanted the BBC uh, guide, you had to buy the Radio Times for BBC One and BBC Two. When Channel 4 came along in 82, TV Times took on the Channel 4 listings. That's how it used to work back in the day, so you'd have to get both magazines. Uh, the cover says Faye Dunaway joins the holiday parade of glamour spectacle and all-star comedy. It's got a couple of the Muppets on the cover. Uh, it's actually got uh, no, it's got some on the right as well. There's Miss Piggy and Gonzo. Uh, Morecambe and Wise there in the middle. Kenny Everett, an animation of one of Kenny Everett's animated characters from his ITV show that I remember. I've got the actual listings here. Now, I don't remember anything from the morning. I remember we were at my cousin's in Brixton in the morning where my older cousin was looking after us whilst my mum went to work. She then picked my sister and I up. We got home just in time for Ben-Hur, which started at one 30. And this film, not so much this film as this particular Christmas, this is what gave me a, a long-lasting love for sword and sandal films. Every Christmas back in the late 70s through the 80s seemed to have a sword and sandal film on Christmas Eve. This was Ben-Hur. It started at 1.30, finished at 5.20. Can you imagine a four-hour film? Even now, I wouldn't have the patience to sit through that. But I sat through Ben-Hur Quite possibly because it featured Jesus. And as I've said earlier on in my Advent calendar when I was younger, I really did want to become a priest. After that, it was the news and Thames News. I don't recall watching those. It's the next two programmes, actually two of the next three programmes that evening that I really do recall watching. The first is arguably a show that got me wanting to talk about Christmas Eve 1979. Now... Until today, I didn't actually know the name of this show. It's a care home comedy. As I get older, I have this interest in care homes. I'm kind of convinced that's maybe where I'm going to end up. But I couldn't recall the name of this show. I just remembered that I had seen this show on a Christmas Eve 
one of my earliest Christmas Eves, and I thought it was 1980, so that was my starting point for this search. I looked at the 1980 Christmas Eve listings for ITV. It wasn't there. There was an edition of Give Us a Clue, which threw me. Give Us a Clue uh, was a massive program in the late 70s through the 80s on ITV. Oddly enough, uh, shared the same theme tune as Grange Hill. Uh, nothing new in that, of course. Kidcott and Hill Street Blues both shared the same theme tune, as I think I've mentioned. I got confused. That's where I got confused. I thought it was Christmas Eve 1980 where I should search for this care home program. I was convinced I saw it that night. In fact, it was actually the year before, 1979. I focused really hard on the one actress I could remember from the show. I couldn't remember her name. I knew she'd been a very distinctive face in the TV of my childhood. She'd also appeared in some carry-on films. I recalled rightly that she was in Rag Dolly Anna, a children's show from the 80s. I Wikipedia'd the show, established the actress was called Pat Coombs, did some more research, and yes, she was in this care home sitcom. It's called You're Only Young Twice, made by Yorkshire TV from 77 to 81, I think. So I got my early memories mixed up. The Christmas Eve episode I saw was in Christmas Eve 1979. It was called Christmas at Paradise Lodge. The show also starred Peggy Mount. So I saw that. That was at five past six. Ran through to 6.35pm. After that, it was Crossroads. I certainly watched Give Us a Clue. My mum used to like that programme. She used to love it, in fact. I used to get wound up by Lionel Blair. His uh, military salute at the end of each show, right from an early age. It used to irritate me. So that's my recollection of the first Christmas Eve that I properly remember. The countdown in my head, I think, emanated from that. It grew from whatever I felt on Christmas Eve 1979. Let's do this again tomorrow. Daniel Ruiz Tyson's Advent Calendar is a Holdfast Network production. Visit holdfastnetwork.com or download the show on iTunes. For more of Daniel's work, visit 1607westegg.wordpress.com and you can follow him on Twitter at 1607westegg.